This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to a graphic conversation, the first graphic conversation of uh, 2019. Congrats. Yep. Uh, so this is the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and recommend the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. I'm joined, as I always am, by Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up, guys? Uh, and in case you, you haven't ever listened to this before, which is totally possible, uh, we're going to do exactly what I said. We've already read this. Uh, what we read this time was Avengers vs. X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we already read it. We're going to talk about it and some other things. And first, a spoiler-free zone and then a spoiler zone. And then we're going to tell you if you should read it. Uh, you don't have to have read this before to be a part of this you know, podcast and conversation. You mm-hmm. can just be here and listen and enjoy. Uh, but if you want to read it, that's cool. That's cool, too. You can be part of that conversation. Uh, just a quick little uh, housekeeping type of stuff. You can listen to us on YouTube. You can listen to us on iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes or YouTube, though, feel free to go to uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating telling people why they should check this out because that helps us out. He's at Ricky Widmer. I'm at the Mark Weber or at Most Valuable Pod. And leave comments if you're watching on YouTube. So, last thing I'm going to interject here uh-huh. is I don't know if you said it. I don't think I heard you say it. This was actually a fan request. There you go. So we're starting off fan request. The only thing is usually we would screenshot and be like, yeah, we're going to mention it on the podcast. We can't find the comment. I can't remember if it was a comment, if it was a tweet. If you were the one that was like, hey, you should read Avengers vs. X-Men, let us know down below so we can give you guys the credit. Because I would love to give you credit for like, hey, read this. Yeah, or everybody just claimed that it was them. and (laughs) Everyone, I did it! (laughs) We won't know the difference, really. Uh, So that's cool. So, you know, that's fun. Uh, So here's the thing. All right. Avengers versus uh, X-Men, and I'm sure we're going to get into this at some mm-hmm. point, but this is like the age-old nerd debate, right? There's there's a bunch of these. There's okay. who wins, Avengers versus X-Men. There's who wins, Marvel versus DC. Uh-huh. Who wins? You know, there's a million of these type of – It's it can get even simpler. Mm-hmm. Superman v. Batman, Captain America v. Uh, you know, Iron Man. There's so many of these out there that you get to something like this and you're kind of excited, right? What were your expectations coming into this? Well, for me coming in, I just wanted to know what the story was – about because now with the Disney Marvel Universe, the MCU, yep, getting the rights to the X Men, I have been on the podcast saying that this is like this should be the story that they kind of lead to. And now, after like reading it, I'll be honest, this is for a different podcast, but I'll say it anyways. Sure. They should de- like this to me screamed two parter, like two part movie in an MCU lead up to it. That's what they love. And it's just like, with me, it was, what kind of story is this going to be and how is it going to play out? Because I knew it was going to have all my favorite characters from both the Avengers and the X-Men. Well, of course. I mean, it's it's got all of them. Uh, I was excited coming into this-ish. And I, and I add the ish because the, these... The more important question, Mark, is did he leave the same that he right? came in? Uh, the, the thing with a lot of these... Is I feel like a lot of times you leave kind of disappointed because mm-hmm. it didn't you really live too much. Yeah, it doesn't live up to your hype, so you got to be careful mm-hmm. with it with a big crossover like this. Um, 
And I feel like that's kind of what happened mm-hmm. a little bit of like, oh, it didn't quite go how I was hoping. I mean, especially because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, this is amazing. you got to read it. Yeah, and, and it's cool. It's cool. There's no doubt about the fact mm-hmm. that it's cool. It's fun. Um, can be a little rehashy at times. We're going to get into it. Uh, but it's not like it's a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe where awesome after awesome after awesome. And mm-hmm. you leave and you're like, yeah. That's not only was it what I was coming in here expecting, but I left satisfied. Uh, you know, and, and I feel like Civil War has a little bit of that where it's, you know, depending on how you came into it, uh, which we've read Civil War mm-hmm. on, on this podcast. So you can check that one out before in previous season. Uh, but that has a little bit of that, too, where you, you depending on your expectations. Mm-hmm. But uh I felt happier leaving Civil War than I did leaving this one, I think. I with me the thing I love most about this is it got me thinking on some stuff. And like mm-hmm. of course in non-spoiler mode, I am going to throw I have a plethora of questions cool. um that I'm going to throw at you kind of like the thing I loved most is because I know the characters and it didn't have to introduce me yes, to anybody, which is, which is big. It could get into some like deeper topics, like for example, the whole like um, with everything just going on between the X Men and the um, Avengers. Because okay. the thing that I will say, mm-hmm. not a spoiler, I just I just you let up, a spoiler out there. Anyways. Set, setting you up at the beginning for this because I didn't know until I came in. Mm-hmm. This is happening post Phoenix Saga, so Gene is gone. Wanda already did her thing. Yeah. We're no more mutants, and boom. Well, we have the Jean Grey school, and there's more spoilers. Exactly. Um, um, but, I mean, it's after that. So, mm-hmm. like, that kind of sets up the tension between them. And to me, the most interesting character throughout this entire story is Cyclops, is Scott Summers. Yeah, Scott Summers is cool in this. Uh, and, and it's nice to see Scott have a uh, moment to shine. Cyclops Scott doesn't always get his Gene. moment to shine. Scott. Um Especially because, I mean, when you're, you know, like Cyclops is cool, but he's not in the movie. Gambit. I'll be he's not Wolverine. Honest. In you know? the movies, he was such a bitch. Yeah, they made Let's him into a little tweet. Let's be completely honest. Like, and I'm thinking like the X2, X3, like last stand And I stand love those movies. movies. I know a lot of people had criticism of them. <laughs> I love those movies. I'll still love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think nostalgia is part of that, too. But, yeah, he's a little, uh, a little bit of a tool. Uh, in those, but also a little bit of kind of a whiny boy, mm-hmm. um, just not. And those movies are basically told from Wolverine's perspective. Yeah. Anyways, that of course Scott Summers mm-hmm. is going to be a little bitch in it. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, it's always fun when you get something like this where it's just these big crossover moments. Mm-hmm. But it does fall into what I always say is a Marvel trap, which is bigger and better. Marvel is always trying to do bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I mean, DC's got their own criticisms, too. It's not like I'm a DC fanboy, even though I do like DC quite a bit, uh, where it's just how many times can we kill Superman? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they have their traps in Marvel of we always had to do more, and there's an entire galaxy out there that we can be a part of, an entire universe, really, that we can be a part of, literally, uh, with space and things like that. Um, And there's always space Mm -hmm. uh, involved. At least there's no time travel in this one. Um, But, so... Just a question off the off the bat, which maybe you'll ask this again later too. Okay. But if if Avengers versus X Men, if you're assuming that someone's gonna win in this, 
just not having read it, who did you walk in saying who is going to win this battle? Um, I honestly didn't like with my mindset coming in. I didn't think about that. I want to say Avengers, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because I'd be biased towards the yeah. Avengers. Well, plus you always know that like in the end they're all going to kind of team up and and do good together. Yeah, there's going to be a common uh, baddie to where it's like, hey, why are we fighting each other? We got to fight this guy over here. That's the then, way it always goes. That's how it works out. Um, um I. But yeah, I yeah. I want to say X Men, but I think my bias is pulling me over to Avengers. And the, and the thing about X, I would love to say X Men because I like X Men more than I like mm-hmm. Avengers. Um, X Men are the best, but you have to kind of go with Avengers because when you really match up their heroes and yeah. their, their powers, um, first of all, X Men and superheroes are the exact same thing. There's mm-hmm. no difference between a mutant and a superhero. Uh, I would love to have that debate for like an hour with somebody that wants to make that debate with me of what is the difference between a mutant and a superhero because there isn't one, one. Well, the thing I would say, mm-hmm. and this would be the key, is like, for example, Daredevil. Yes. He wasn't born with his powers. Nope. He had an accident that became like yeah. Captain America wasn't born with his powers. Iron Man wasn't born but with his powers. Literally, though, but mutants are born with them. So most of the time, yes, not all the time, but not most all the, of the time. time. Uh, but you could say that super, uh, not super. Um, Captain America's powers are a mutation. Most of the time, yes. Most of the time, his powers but I believe are a mutation. For the sake of the universe, yeah, it has always been understood that the mutants are born with them, and it's a genetic mm-hmm. thing. Whereas the Avengers are not, for sure. Um, but when I, I still – I get that part, but I was like back really to – but the, what do they actually do? Like the really the thing? only one that I can think of that was born with his powers was Thor, but he's a god, mm-hmm. not a mutant. Yeah. Or even technically a superhero. Yeah, he's then. A he's his own little thing. Yeah. Uh, so there's all, the, there's all these weird little things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean you can say the same thing with the Hulk. The Hulk is a mutation. Um, so it's a fun little – because of the gamma radiations yeah. and stuff. It's a mutation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what the real battle is. X-Men are saying, you guys are posers. We're real <laughs> mutants. You guys aren't real mutants. You're that faux mutant. You're a fake mutant. Get these faux mutants out of here, man. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's what, the, that's what the battle is. But really, when you line up power to power, mm. unfortunately, because I do love the X-Men, Superhero powers, like the Avenger powers, are just better. Well, and not just that. I feel like I would go that way because Cap and Tony, although they've had their history, mm. when they put their minds together, like they can they can overcome yeah. anything. Well, you got like somebody who will be a mutant. I can freeze things, and mm. then you've got Tony Stark, who's like, I got a million machines that do a million different things. Do you yeah. want me to nuke you? Because I will nuke you if you yeah. want me to nuke you. Well, it's like in this one, spoiler, not spoiler. There's one mm-hmm. part where it's like, hey, where's Tony? Oh, he's been locked away for three days trying to come up with a plan. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's there's all that type of stuff anyways. Uh, but these are like the classic mm-hmm. nerd debates that have happened yeah. in everybody's basements. Um, I feel like we need to just jump into spoiler mode exactly. with this. I don't think there's too much we can well, do without it. I'll throw this at you because you usually throw it at me. Who's it for? Who's it for? Uh, Who's it for and why? I would say this is exactly that. It's for somebody who is re- kind of ready for that nerd debate. You have mm-hmm. to come into this with some knowledge of these heroes already. You don't yeah. need to know everybody, but you need to know who Phoenix is and why that might be important. You need to know who Cyclops is and why he might be uh, kind of in the headspace that he's in. You need to know who Tony Stark is. You need to know who Captain America is. You kind of need to have some of this knowledge already. 
uh, to truly appreciate it. Could anybody jump into this? I guess so. Hmm. Anybody really could jump into it, um, but you're kind of kind of miss some stuff. If you are a Marvel fan of any kind, read this. Like, if you just like the characters, if you're huge into Marvel, if if you like Marvel in any capacity, or if you like X Men in any capacity, or yep. Avengers in any capacity, read this series read this trade back graphic novel whatever you want to call because i know there's some commenters that are like well you didn't read a graphic novel here um i get it but i don't care basically read this mm-hmm. if you like marvel this is for you you will have a good time the characters are exactly how you think the characters would be and to me it was a good enough it was a good story that i was happy when we got to the end yeah. I was satisfied with this 12-issue journey. It's not that I wasn't satisfied with it. It was just kind of a classic. I feel like we could have got more out of this. Let's be honest, Adam. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if you're if you new to a graphic conversation, how it usually works, it's easier to please Ricky. Ricky's very easy to please. Than it is. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm becoming less easier to please, but... It is always su- it's always been super hard to please Mark Webber. You got to give me the best. <laughs> I've read some great stuff, so you got to give me something real good. Yeah, Mark reads me. the best, but hopefully not the worst. Hopefully not Peep Show. Yeah, exactly. We haven't read anything that was the worst in a long yeah, time. Nothing that fell apart in our hands. We had to go to Electronic because Peep Show fell apart in my hands. Yeah. Well, because plus part of it too is initially we kind of just picked whatever we were like. Mm-hmm. This sounds interesting. Now we're a little bit more focused. So, yeah. So there's a little bit of a vetting process. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to jump into spoiler mode. If you want to read this and you don't want it spoiled beforehand, you can press pause, but not yet. Uh, just hold on. I'll tell you when. If you don't care or if you're not planning to read it ever, just be here, part of the conversation. It'll be fun. We'll enjoy ourselves. Uh, and, yeah, we'll we'll see you guys once, we, uh, once you finish reading, if that's what you're going to do. So if you're going to do that, go ahead and press pause now. Uh, spoilers, Red Hulk is in this. Yeah. Uh, I always like when we have Red Hulk well, instead of Green Hulk. And I, I had to ask Johnny this. So uh-huh. that's not Bruce Banner. No. That's Thunderbolt Ross. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because they never said it. Was, and then later on, we get Green Hulk. Yeah. Like later at the end, it's like Hulk will smash. And it's like, oh, okay, there's Banner. There's <laughs> Hulk like, not smash and, now. And Hulk also, smash in future. And also halfway through this, it was mm-hmm. like, you've got all the rock. And the thing that I liked that they did was before each one, hey, here's the teams. Here's the people that are in the middle. Here's what's going on. Access yeah. through the people that are dead. Um, and that is awesome. And, and that there is was, very helpful. And there was one where it's like mm-hmm. I'm f- flipping through panels. It's like. Oh, there! Where did she all come from? I never yeah. saw her until now. Yeah, she's carrying yeah. someone in the infirmary. It's like I never saw her until that point. And I was like, was she here the whole time? Did I just miss that she was there? And that's the thing; it's so easy to kind of miss some things. And so many moving you know, parts. Wolverine comes back, and you're like, oh, Wolverine, where have mm-hmm. you been? Have you been here? <laughs> you know, there's things like that, and because because like, Wolverine's a big player, mm-hmm. uh, and at times I kind of felt like I could use some more Wolverine right now. So. I've got a question for you. Yep. Put yourself into yes. the mind of, oh, who was it? I think it was Namor. Like, okay. you're you're part of the Phoenix Five. Yes. Which were the five mutants that got taken over by the um, Phoenix power. Yes. When you burned Clint Barton. Okay. Were you on the side of kill him or would you be on the side of not kill him? If I'm Namor? If you're anybody, like, because that was a big part to me, which was mm-hmm. like, huh, 
That's interesting. I know the Phoenix power. Someone's going to say, well, it kind of influences you and wants yeah. like you to think you're thinking that, but it's not. But let's take that out of it. You being you, which side would you be on if you were on the X-Men side mm-hmm. and a part of that Phoenix Five? Would you be like, I think it was Ileana who's like, kill him. Colossus is like, no, we're not going to kill him. Yeah, I, I feel like, well, that's the thing. If you're an Avenger, 100%, there's no killing. It's not allowed. Mm. If you're an X-Men, you have a little bit more leeway uh, with that because they can be a little edgier at times. Uh, personally, being a Marvel story, I think I had to say no kill. Mm-hmm. Don't kill. You, you just, well, you don't. And I'm not saying story. I'm saying mm. you are the character. Yeah. If it's you me, can even put it in this world. If, if which I one jump would in you there and all of a sudden Supermark is there, I'm going to be like, yeah, just kill him. Yeah, so you would have been on the side of... Because, like, Colossus and Ileana have that conversation later on with Spider-Man where it's like, dude, just kill him. You know what? If you're not going to do it, I'll fucking do it. I'll take all the blame. And Colossus is like, no, you're not killing him. That's not what we do. And then Spider-Man, being the genius that he is, is like, hey, why don't you kill each other? Yeah. Problem solved. You just kill each other. Like, that'll work. And they kill each other. (laughs) Problem solved. To me, if there's any MVP mm-hmm. in this entire thing, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man is the real MVP Probably, of yeah. Avengers versus X-Men. Because not only does he have that great save, he's got one of the best scenes in this graphic novel when he's talking to Hope Summers. Mm-hmm. Or Hope Summer. Is there an S on it? Am I putting an S on it when there's not? Hope Summer, Hope Summers. I basically think, hope. Yeah, it's Summers. Okay. Summers, yeah. Basically, hope where they're in, um, they're with Iron Fish or Iron Fish, Iron Fist. Yes, and she's training, and Spider Man goes, "Hey, the one thing I've learned about being an Avenger is there's so many moving parts. They might yes. have a Super Soldier, they might have a Hulk, they might have this to where not everyone can kind of they can't baby you. They can't mm-hmm. be like, well, here it is, Peter. This is what's going on here, and let me walk your hand through this. And he goes. But when your time is called, your like your number is called, and you got to basically just pick up the mantle and come to save the day. That to me was like, holy shit! Like you are, I never had it put that way. But Peter, you are a hundred and ten percent correct. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that a big thing too with this, there are so many moving pieces, so mm-hmm. many moving parts um, that. You're kind of not allowed to – you would think that you could hide in the shadows, mm-hmm. right? But you really can't because everybody has to contribute in some kind of way, shape, and form mm-hmm. uh, for this. So one thing you feel like – it looks like you have something right no, now that you want. Okay. I was just shifting. All right. One thing that I, I kind of want to bring up with it because I think it's relevant to anybody who's new because mm-hmm. this kind of shapes the way we, we view things. New to us? Yes. Okay. We've already said that you're a little bit more of an Avenger guy. I'm a little bit more of an X-Men guy. Yeah. From both groups, who's the best? Like, who's your favorite? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite Marvel, Marvel hero. Mm-hmm. Number two, close number two is Cap. And then X-Man. Who's your favorite X-Man? Ooh. Um, ooh. Who who would it be? It's not Wolverine. Wolverine's the um, best. Wolverine, Wolverine's the easy one. But Everyone likes Wolverine. Wolverine's um, the shit. When I was a kid, I really liked, like, Nightcrawler was cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Gam- I know Gambit was Dave's, I want to say. Gambit I want to say Dave rules. was Gambit. Um, I would have to think a little bit on okay. the X-Men side of things. Wolverine's the best. Gambit's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gambit rules as well, uh, mostly because of the cartoon. I mean, the cartoon is what mm-hmm. what really made Gambit the best. 
uh, in my eyes. But then I would probably agree that Spider-Man's the coolest of of the Avengers. Um, but Spider-Man's also like just basically the coolest Marvel mm-hmm. hero as well. So you're right on that one. I'd probably say Wolverine by default because like, mm-hmm. everyone liked Wolverine. Um, I know I wasn't a huge Cyclops guy. Cyclops would, is lame. I would say Wolverine if I had to pick, but I really did like Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Cool. Gotta have you. Gotta have like your main favorite and that, then, like your backup. That favorite. was one that caught me off guard because like X Men, I love the mm. cartoon when we were kids. Yeah, it's the best. But with them, I just like I like the whole team. I didn't really mm. like have one that was like this is my this is my ride or die guy. Whereas Avengers, it's it's Spider Man. Like Spider Man and Batman are my two like crossing both platforms yeah. together. Batman's my DC guy. Spider-Man's my Marvel guy. There you go. We're just waiting on that Batman v. Spider-Man comic that we need. Dude. That crossover would be (laughs) fun. Hey, Spider-Man becomes the next Robin. I don't know if Spider-Man can just be a Robin, though. (laughs) He would be a very funny Robin. He needs a little bit more uh, to him in that. So I I, I put it out there before. I I think that this has the Marvel problem of we're always trying Mm -hmm. to do bigger and better. Um we go to space multiple times. and But the, that's because, one, they're trying to stop the Phoenix Force from getting here. The yeah. other one was uh, Scott wanted to go back to the basically the scene of the crime with mm-hmm. the Dark Phoenix saga. Yep. I just have those ones, and I, and I get why they do it, mm-hmm. but those are things where it just kind of personally takes me out a little bit mm-hmm. when it's like, now we're all of a sudden in space. And it's like, okay... Most of you people shouldn't be able to really be in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're just in this whole extra thing. And once you – I always say once you throw out the rest of the universe's existence, all of a sudden, why is Earth so popular? Mm-hmm. That always comes – that's always my issue. Once you bring in Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that, it's like why is Earth so popular? At least I will say in the Infinity War movie, mm-hmm. they at least do a decent enough job of saying – Earth is popular because that's where these couple of Infinity Stones have ended up. Well, and I would say for this one, why is Earth so popular to the Phoenix Force? Mm. Hope. That's why. She's on Earth, and it's coming for her. Yeah. Does it, it get to her? No, but it's coming for her It's at coming beginning. for you. It's coming. Uh, I also didn't like mm-hmm. that. Like, Scott, we're going to get on a Scott discussion in this. Cool. I didn't like him early on, before Phoenix Five. I definitely didn't mm. like him because I, I the thing I hated with him was he would tell Hope, "Oh, you're not a prisoner here. You can leave whenever you want." All right, I'm gonna leave. No, you're not. You're not leaving. Don't go anywhere. You're staying here. Yeah, and it's it's like the parent that's like, "Oh, okay, you can do what you want. All right, I'm gonna go out with but friends." Not that. Nope, nope, you can't do that. Didn't say that. You can do anything you want except for these five things. Yeah, uh, so and you can also watch this TV. six, seven, and eight things too. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because obviously Gene is gone. Mm. Scott's upset. Uh, Scott believes in in this utopia stuff. Uh, he's you know brainwashed cult kind of guy, and he wants um, to bring his mutants back. Yeah, and it's just like I, I totally get it, and I get where it comes from, especially knowing that this comes after mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix Saga. But you do sit there a little bit, and you're just like, I don't know if Scott Summers is that good, like that cool of a villain. Mm-hmm. He has his moments. He definitely has his I, moments in this. I think but. in this one it works because of how tunneled visioned he is. Mm-hmm. Whereas how many times did you hear him say, I am trying to save a species over here. I don't care what you think, basically, is what yeah. he's saying. He kept throwing it out. I'm trying to save a species over here. And I'm sitting there going, 
yeah, but Scott, does that mean the mutants are more important than people then? Like, you're upset that— Sounds very Magneto, right? Exactly. You're— You're trying to say that we don't take mutants seriously, and it's a whole thing. Like the whole thing with Marvel is why, partly why they did it was kind of like how the race relations that were going on in real life. But that is X Men. It's just so Scott, you're everything you said we were doing to you, they are doing or you're doing to us by saying, "Hey, I'm trying to save a species," and basically saying we don't matter, humans don't matter. I should say, yeah, and. You know, Scott is supposed to be kind of the good boy, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, that's the big thing. You got your two of your big players. You have Wolverine and you have Cyclops. Yeah. Wolverine's the dark, edgy guy. You know, he, he's the one that the girl wants to date and the parents get mad about it. Scott's the one you bring Whatever, him bub. home. You bring him home and your parents are thrilled. Yeah. Your parents love Scott. Scott's the best. It's like um, Emma says to Namor in this. He was a Boy Scout. Yep. Scott was a Boy Scout. Was like, a Boy Scout. Like, that's the thing. You got to think of it. That's why he is how he, he is. Matches he matches up well with Captain America. Exactly. Yeah. Um, natural leaders. Natural guys who want to take the leader role. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, for a lot of, of X-Men, that's what the fun struggle is. Mm-hmm. Because there is that back and forth between the yeah. two of these guys. And knowing what's hell happened, like, yes, it makes sense that Scott's out there. Uh, but here, okay, so here... We also have to remember, of course, the the Phoenix Five and, and Dark Phoenix and all and all that fun stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when Scott, uh, you know, says, "Hey, Dark Phoenix, you want some of this? You yeah. want to you want to become Scott? You can be Scott, or maybe Scott become Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That sounds good." Um, I will say mm-hmm. the one with Scott, and this brings in Emma a little bit. Yeah. First off, were Emma and Scott together? Because I don't know. Because the whole thing that threw me off is when Namor and Emma had their kiss. Uh-huh. I was like, whoa, is she cheating on... Like, should I be reacting here because she's cheating on uh, my boy Scott? She's cheating on Scott, basically? They, I mean, um, the two of them are together at like in some stuff, but I don't really know if... I mean together, Mark. No, are they, they, they are. Are they together? No, they are, uh, they are lovers, uh, I guess you could say. I just don't know if they are lovers... In Are this they together, world. Mark? That's basically what that's I'm what asking. that's what lovers okay. means, my friend. Uh, I, I wanted you to see the hand motion. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, you know, I just don't know if it's really. Mm-hmm. But in this, it is. The more important part is when he's talking to her, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to do this. I got to save a species," and she's like, "Well, I'm kind of worried that I'm going to do something bad." And then he leaves, and she goes, "Don't." Like, I am afraid of what I am going to do. Stop yeah. me. Yeah. And then you see the next scene of her crushing a guy's skull because he killed a mutant. Yeah. And uh, we would say, yeah, I think that's kind of bad. I think that's kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's another thing of, like, how tunneled mm-hmm. visioned he was to where it's like, yeah, you're going through that shit. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. I am going to finish my goal. And Magnino's sitting there going. Where the fuck was this guy when I needed him before? Mm-hmm. I want this guy on my team. Yeah. Instead of trying to stop me all the time. Where was he when I was the bad guy? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I just, for this, it it was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I had a good time reading it. Enough Mark for a good time. it could have been better, though. It definitely could have been better. And the other part to it, too, is I was reading this, and I texted you. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. this thing is long. I keep taking breaks yeah. in between. Hey, it's a marathon. It is. It definitely is a marathon. And there's a lot of things happening. And 
I almost a, a little part, bit of me does feel like though I wish that it wasn't so. I wish that it was more congruent of a story or cohesive of a story, mm-hmm. and it was leading, leading, leading. Here's your big thing, and then we can fall back off yeah. instead of like. All right, we have this thing, and now there's a fight, and the Avengers lose. All right, now we have this thing, and here's mm. a fight, and the and the Avengers lose again. Well, I kind of like that the Avengers were on the run the whole time. Well, I'm okay with that, but it was just very up, down, up, down, up, down, up, mm-hmm. down. Where instead of building to something big, yeah, I wonder if that's because they had the because the other thing you got to play into this is the release schedule, and they did mm-hmm. that very well. Where it's like to be continued in four weeks, to be continued in two weeks. Yeah. So like you would have had time off to kind of back off from it. I wonder if this is more of a story that would be better if you read it as it was being released. Like you probably would enjoy it, read a it more than yeah. All right, two weeks removed or two weeks removed, I'm now getting mm-hmm. back into it instead of just reading the marathon twelve all the way through. Yeah, because you just kind of get a lot of failure mm-hmm. out of it where you would love to see more um, I don't know, an underdog sports mm-hmm. team, basically. Of, like, yeah. They have their big failure, but they do the things they need to do mm-hmm. to have their big And I think moment. that's what we get at the end. And the thing that I love the most mm-hmm. is Hope, Hope has her moment where basically what Spider-Man told her comes true. Is she has that moment where it's like, okay, I am now stepping up. But also a callback to the very first thing we see. Yeah. Wanda gets to kind of give up her demons. Because the one thing that I think gets swallowed in all of the action that was going on in this Mm -hmm. is the very first issue when we see Wanda, she saves the guy that um, T'Challa is with, and uh, Captain Marvel and um, Jessica Drew, and there's one other person. I think it was Jessica Drew, Captain Marvel... And one other person were like, no, like you got to come back to the Avengers house with us. Like Everyone's worried about you. And then she gets there and Vision's like, what the hell are you doing here? Get out. Get the hell out of here. This ain't your house no more. Exactly. Kind of like that bad divorce where it's like, yeah, get the hell out of here. I don't want you here no more. Yeah. Why are you here? And it's like she got that moment at the end to kind of redo what she did where instead of no more mutants, no more Phoenix. Yeah. Which, yeah, that kind of just transfers over. Yeah, no more Phoenix. I. Couldn't reference that or no more Dark Phoenix, but I no really, more Phoenix. I really like to uh I liked Namor a lot in this. Dude, actually. he was a fucking badass. He was aw- and I love when Cyclops like, hey, uh, can you please maybe not go to war with Wakanda? And he's, he's like, like, hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah. He's like, you know what? You stay over there, I'm gonna go to war over here. And the thing I liked most about that is Neymar and T'Challa mm-hmm. do have a past in the yep. comics. Like they have interacted before and it hasn't always been uh peachy keen between those two guys um so yeah having him come in and just being like nope screw that wakanda's gonna die these avengers are gonna die was kind of like a holy shit like this is going down and like that's my that's that big moment that you just love um Mm -hmm. and what you kind of hope to see in a big thing like this i mean you know with infinity war that's the big big battle in wakanda where it's just like yes this is what I've been waiting for. I want to see these guys come in here, and I want to see these guys be here, and I want to see a big old fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have a big moment like that. A little different, obviously, than the Infinity War movie, uh, but that's what you kind of just sit there and hope for. The big, other, awesome, uh, big awesome fight. The other thing I want to say was with Namor that blew my mind mm. was Red Hulk comes in there, hits him. Here, I'll pull up. Yeah, it was Namor. Comes up. And Red Hulk smashes him across the face. 
And then when he goes to grab him, Namor basically takes his arm and says, nope, breaking the Hulk's arm. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. That's how strong they are with the Phoenix Force. He's going to break the yeah. Hulk's arm. And that's your badass moment of like, you can't mess with the Hulk. Like the Hulk kill, can kill whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants. Oh, he broke his arm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, kind of your shock of like, this is a real deal. The other thing I really like, too, which kind of goes back with that of Professor X uh, is fighting Cyclops, uh, you know, using his mental powers. And then, of course, uh, you know, with this power, Emma just goes, you got to kill Professor X. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, it's if you're you're an X-Men person for Professor X mm. to be in danger because uh, he is like the ultimate mutant. I do also love the panel where Emma and Magneto mm. have that kind of awkward conversation and then Magneto just kind of looks at his helmet like, fuck, I got to start wearing that again. Yeah. So that she can't get into my head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I, I part of me kind of also was like, oh, maybe we'll get some cool Magneto. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 this isn't the way we should do this. Yeah, he, he really didn't, do didn't too much. have too much to do. No. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing he did was, hey, Charles, we need your help. Yeah. Hey, Charles, I know you hear me. We need your help. Come help, buddy. Also, what is it with uh, Marvel and saying, hey, um, distress signals? No, we're just going to have a guy fall from outer space and smash into a building. Yep. We've seen it with Silver Surfer and Infinity yes. Gauntlet. We have now seen it with Nova. Yep. Uh, and, and here's the big thing, too, <coughs> with that is I always sit there and I'm like, <coughs> man, the like like NASA or the mm-hmm. military, they sure do suck. That some, <laughs> someone can just come in and go, Oh, God, what just happened? You know, we didn't mm-hmm. see it coming at all. I do love when he hits the Chrysler building and someone goes, all right, that's it. I'm moving. Yeah. Well, that's always yeah. these damn property taxes, there's, man, there's because no these Avengers. Anybody would choose to live in New York if, if superheroes were yeah. real. They would be like, I'm going to mm-hmm. Nebraska and I'm going to live on a farm. Well, don't go to Kansas because yeah. Superman's there. Well, that's D.C., so yeah. we're okay. We're safe. <laughs> There's nothing going on in Kansas in Marvel World. You know, I'm going to live on a farm because yeah. I am not living around other people. Basically the Thanos method. I'm yeah. going to go live on a farm yeah. for the rest of my days. Although he uh, murdered half the population of the universe <laughs> yeah. in the process. Uh, I did love seeing a, a tweet from some mm-hmm. mock Thanos thing uh, where it was just like, you know, I reduced wait times for you. I reduced traffic for you, and you're still hey, mad. I will be completely honest, and you can say I'm a terrible person, mm-hmm. but there are several times I will be sitting in traffic or something will happen to me where I'm on the road, and I will look at Johnny, and I will do this. Yeah, but the cars would still be there. It makes a lot. Yeah, but if we did it, that means moving forward, there'd be less people to be in my way. Who's going to clear all the cars? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, after we get through yeah. that phase. You know what would really suck? Life would be a lot easier. Uh, probably not. No, actually. Economically, <laughs> things would be terrible. Prices uh, would skyrocket. No, no, not that pi- prices would skyrocket. Uh, the entire world economy would crash immediately. Not, a, not enough people for jobs? Not enough people for anything. Okay. Uh, imagine being the person driving. <laughs> don't have you enough know, jobs. Now we don't have enough people. Yeah. Uh, remember, imagine being the person on a plane. Mm-hmm. You're just going over. People start disappearing. You're like, whoa, this is really weird. And or then the plane. the pilot disappears. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. The pilot disappeared, too. The plane goes crashing. You're like, I survived and now I die? Mm-hmm. Not cool. Not cool, Thanos. <laughs> I survived the snap, and now I'm So dead. for someone who's obsessed with duality, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you killed extra people, collateral damage. Basically. So well, there was that I think one, you messed up. There was that one in the uh, 
Infinity um, Wars where the helicopter mm-hmm. went yeah. and hit the building. Collateral you tell me damage. people in that building didn't die? Exactly. You tell me anyone in that helicopter that didn't disappear did not also die? No wonder death isn't impressed with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in the... Or maybe that's how he gets her to In the impressed. MCU, it's just... Uh, Thanos just wants to do this for yeah. some reason. He, he wants to do it because he doesn't want... Because he wants to do it. He doesn't want everybody to be like his home planet. But with... X-Men versus Avengers, I got one last question for you that's cool. sitting in my mind. If you got the Phoenix power and you were one of five people, yeah. would you automatically, like, let's would say- Would I automatically become evil and want to destroy shit? Be, not just that, mm-hmm. but let's say after Namor dies and you get stronger. Yeah. What is stopping you from, like, that moment I was like, okay, Scott, kill everyone else. That was my reaction, your power. too, is once you realize that, oh- if there's less of us, I get more powerful. But like there was, I'm killing everybody. There was no like Not seed even of that until yeah. Ileana and Colossus and Spider Man put that in their head. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time I was and, like, and maybe part of that right is away, the Phoenix Force. Like, right away, I would have been like, "All right, I can't trust these fuckers. They're gonna try to kill me and take my power." I kind of feel like maybe part of that is the Phoenix Force saying, "No, no, 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 we're all, that. that's we're not, all friends. Yeah, we're family. We're family we're, here. We're keeping it in the family. That's no, why you got the power. Nobody's we're keeping killing that power each other. Family. Uh, but yeah, that would be the immediate like you. There's you would never be able to trust anybody mm-hmm. else. There's yeah, no way that, you could do that. Like that was my first thought towards like why why didn't Scott just try mm-hmm. to kill them? Yeah, I mean unless it was just because he was so lasered focused on getting all the mutants back. I I assume that it's just the Phoenix Power saying mm-hmm. nope 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 everybody's friendly no, everybody's everyone's buddies. happy we're our best friends and like we just got more powerful when he died no just a coincidence just we're, just happened to get more powerful we're all just friends I just I just happened to, to find more power for all of you that's fine <laughs> uh, and he just happened to die at the same time so strange oh man what a coincidence. Uh, so, Ricky, mm-hmm. do you recommend this? I would. I would say if you're a Marvel fan, it's a must read. Um, and although you were like, you came in as like, nah, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. this. It was one of those to where it got me thinking a lot about things. And I was like, huh, this is like, mm-hmm. that's what I like. If you can get me thinking and getting me questioning different things like morality or like on that side, then yeah, you've done a good yeah. job. Totally, when it was recommended to us, great recommendation for us. And I say, if you love Marvel, if you like Marvel, if mm-hmm. you know the Marvel heroes, read the story. You won't be, yeah. you won't be displeased with it. Yeah, if you're, and I wasn't displeased. I was just kind of like, eh, this could have been better. Uh, and, and I think that part of that for me too is if also, somebody also Scott looks a lot cooler with the Phoenix Force with yeah. that costume. Yeah, if I, uh, Scott's never really cool. Uh, <laughs> but if somebody had just wrote a book mm-hmm. of this and gave me like a more of a novelization, or what makes me excited, if someone wants to maybe make this into a movie. Disney, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to do that, I think this would I would like it more because I, I would just love it to be a more cohesive story. Um, I, I that would really enjoy me. But any Marvel fan, if especially if you're a big Marvel fan, this is a classic mm-hmm. type of one. I do get where people are saying, like, you do have to read this. Yeah. If you're a big Marvel fan, I don't think you have an excuse to say, no, I'm not going to read it. Uh, you really should. You really should enjoy that part. Um, so that makes it a must. In that case, uh, 
But speaking of things where maybe this will be a must too, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to read in two weeks, Hellboy, Woo! Seed of Destruction. Uh, some of you might be like me and remember Hellboy from that movie, but not actually really remember the movie. Uh, but now we have a new movie, so that's cool. Um, so we're going to read that. Uh, just a quick little description for you without spoiling too much. We're going to the origins of Hellboy. Let's figure out how he got here and, uh, let's figure out, you know, basically him versus one of his main enemies and frogs. Hellboy hates frogs. (laughs) And frogs. Uh, Does he hate him more than Boomy, though? Boomy hates frogs a lot. Boomy Uh, being he's scared. He's very scared of frogs. Uh, They're very terrifying. So we will see you in two weeks, but don't forget to head to patreon.com backslash most valuable podcasts where you can be a part of this podcast. You can Mm -hmm. join us and read stuff with us and talk about it with us. Also, uh, you can go ahead and give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts because that just helps people figure out that they should listen to. We really appreciate that. Uh, And leave comments down below if there's anything we missed, if there's anything you wish we would have talked about. This is Ricky Widmer. I am Mark Weber, and we will see you in two weeks when we read Hellboy, Seed of Destruction. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.